Hi, I'm Ashley Appa. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week, we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap the iconic series. Where everyone is hot and no one calls an adult. Let's, Let's go, go, bitches! bitches. themed for not October. Spooky themed for a spooky episode, even though it's not at all. I mean, every episode is spooky coded. Rosewood it's, is a spooky place inherently. Rosewood is, of course, cousins to the, the most spookiest place of all, Ravenswood. Ravenswood. Oh. Oh, um, speaking of Ravenswood, I would Ravens... Ravenswood, you like to say hello. Was I was like, worst. what is this segue? What, how are we going to pull Ooh. off this segue? Everyone. And you pulled hi. it off. It was perfect. No, absolutely did not pull it off. It's actually hello. <laughs> Haley, how the bloody hell are you? Oh, Ash, I'm good. It's a beautiful sunny day in Melbourne. Which is kind of rare. Well, it's not rare. It's more just we're very inconsistent weather. Um, yes. So it's a gorgeous day. Pudding is just pudding around my cat. Oh, God, she's um, good. Yeah. Just Beautiful. work and enjoying, getting excited for festive season, holiday, all that kind of shenanigans. How oh, are you? I am well. Yeah, the, the weather is a bit like it's quite hot, quite fast. And it's it's a lot for our little bods and our brains. Sometimes it's a bit tiring when it's this hot. That's exactly how I feel. Look, I felt a bit sleepy before this. I felt like oh. I was sleepy. I was having a lie down on the bed. Oh, yeah. Full disclosure, everyone. I think this is going to be a bit of a sleepy one, but you know what that means. That means we're going to get silly. Yeah. Or, yeah, we might wake up and go psycho. I don't know. I don't really. I think I have a feeling that's going to happen considering we Ooh. started by going. Ooh. Nothing spookier than sleep. What happens? How does it work? How do we picture things and make them happen in our sleep? How do we make movies in our head while we're asleep? It's crazy. It's crazy. I've been having dreams that I'm not a fan of recently. A lot of Ugh. a lot of like high school people in my dreams. Do you think it's all the PLL you're watching? Honestly, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Mm. Um, Sequel to I that think- movie, definitely maybe. Call me, maybe. I think we should dive right into this episode because it is like cuckoo. Genuinely, I have so many quotes written down. I have so yes. many quotes. I think I do as well. Okay, let's, it was let's get so straight well to written. It. So let's just go right into season three, episode 19. What becomes of the broken hearted? Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Haley has pipes. You didn't know. Now you do. And that's Here's one of fart. the pipes, the fart pipe, also known as the arse. The ass, the rectum. Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Haley, what is Australian streaming service Stan saying about this epi? Australian streaming service Stan says, rash decisions are made when dealing with a wounded heart. Very accurate. It is accurate. Wow. That's okay. It. That's very, very accurate. Excellent. Now, this episode was directed by King Ron Lago Marcino. I always have to like swallow a bucket of 
uh, spit, sorry, whenever I say his name. I don't know why that many Yum. consonants are really hard for me. <laughs> Yum. Um, Yum. And was written by King, Oliver Goldstick, and Francesca Rollins. I Sorry. looked up who in advance who wrote this because I just thought it was Chef's more guess. well written than some episodes. It was yeah. just like it was on fire. Oliver Goldstick has the the golden touch. Yeah, and he's the gold standard. Francesca. He sets the yardstick. Oliver Goldstick. That's where he gets his name from. It's all in a name. Now this episode came out on February twelfth. 2013. Of course, happy birthday to all the February 12th babies out there listening. We happy love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, including, of course, happy birthday, Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Go off, King. Happy birthday, Christina Ricci. Oh. Oh, the, the things she's done for us all, including, I believe, Yellow Jackets, which I've not watched because I'm too scared. But I I've watched that it's the first episode of Yellow Jackets. I love the idea of it. I did read like the Wikipedia plot, like, yeah. plot descriptions later. But me and Dale watched the pilot or the first episode when I just was not in a space. Like I think I might have been in an extra anxious space because I was so sensitive to the violence. I was just like, yeah, I couldn't handle it. It's too, and it's such a nightmare anyway. But she slays, yeah. and but she slays. I wish and I could love Yellow Jackets. So shout out to all the Yellow Jackets fans. Yes, and shout out to Sorry. Liv, Liv Hewson, lovely human being who is uh, an Australian and uh, a, a Melbourne comedy scene uh, friend and a participant, I guess. Yeah, They're always around during comedy festival. They're a lovely person. Okay. Also, happy birthday, February twelfth, baby Charles Darwin? Question oh. mark? Question mark? Happy birthday. Uh, king, uh, for me, of the Goonies, Josh Brolin. Did, but you didn't know that he was the older brother. Happy birthday oh to God. Jennifer Stone, who is, of course, Harper in Wizards of Waverly Place. And there aren't John Michael Higgins. Happy birthday, King. Hey. Big, big in the comedy community. Jesse Spencer from, of course, Hoos. Oh, my God. Australia's own. Australia's own. Happy birthday, Judy Bloom. Where would we be without her? Wow. Um, and those are all of the birthdays that I can find here. I'm sad that there's none related to PLL for this week, but you know what? No, you but you've got Lincoln and Darwin. And also yes. the one from Wizards of Waverly Place, who I exactly. didn't know. You've got them all. Exactly. Feb 12th. Wow. HBD. Shout now, out to our listeners. Shout that, out to all of you. If that's your birthday, your birthday, please tell us if it is. And if you've got a shout out on your birthday from any of the episodes. Oh my God. Yeah. We would love to know. Um, now, Hayley. We are going to do our little game where you have to guess what the number one song is on the date of the episode release. So you have three songs to choose between. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. What's the number one song on February 12th, 2013? Thrift Shop by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Huge tune. Huge. huge, Absolute tune. Huge tune. Or drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. I'm nervous. Gangnam Style by Psy. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is such a competitive list. Oop. Um When is this again? 2012? 2013. Beginning of 2013. 2013. I'm 
I'm trying to remember when I went to Big Day Out, which is a music <laughs> festival, even though I've been there twice, I think. Yeah. But and for I remember context, like getting amped up to it, listening to Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Not that she was there. But it was a banger. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus because I love the song. Okay, and that is your final answer? Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Haley. not only could I not find an article that had more than just the top song from this day, but I made up one of the answers on the spot because, uh, as is Andrew Cunanan slash Cannon, you taught me improv many years ago, and I just fooled the pants off of you. <gasps> Party in the USA came out in 2009. The number that... one song was... Oh, of course it did. Thrift Shop oh. once again. Oh, God, it feels good. It feels good to... Tr- that does make trickster. sense because I was listening to it in year 11, which was 2009. That makes sense. But I also have a... Yeah, I do remember... I guess just putting it on to get hyped up for 2012's Big Day Out. Oh, my God. My own memory fooled me. I got you so good. I'm loving this new format. I'm loving the multiple choice. Big thank you to the wonderful listener that suggested we do this. We are forever in debt to you and your wonderful ideas. Thank you. All of you. We love all of you and all of your ideas. And um, you may have seen recently on our Instagram that there's some other things that uh, we would love for you to weigh in. We've got some ideas and some things going on. There's a video that we recently uploaded. Go and watch it and uh, have a look at the comments and put your own in there if you have any thoughts, feelings or ideas. Dot, yeah, dot. even if, if you're listening to this and it's been a few weeks or like a month even, um, I'll pin the post so it's there. Um, but yeah, contribute your thoughts and feelings to it because we'll be taking into account in the new year. So dot, dot, yeah. dot. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you got to go to call.and.adult on Instagram and find out. Ooh. Yeah. And give us a follow. If you're not following us, what are you doing? It's what are you fun. doing? The Instagram you're missing so is many, pretty fun. You're missing so much pud content. A lot of pud. And a lot of fun memes. Our listeners are so good. Anyway, everyone's great. All right. Everyone is great, including. I love you all. Of course, the 12 year olds. Now. The 12 year olds. The 12 year olds are, of course, uh, what we refer to as the people who write the wiki episode descriptions and so now let's hear what they have to say about this one are you ready Haley? i am always ready to hear from my girls my divas mm. the 12 year olds let's go journalists <clears throat> of pretty little eyes let's go spencer continues on a downward spiral from her breakup with toby andrew campbell kicks spencer off the scholastic decathlon Emily tries to talk to Spencer, but Spencer refuses. Hannah talks to Jamie and gets confirmation that he is Caleb's biological father. Mm. Hannah persuades Jamie and Caleb to meet in Rosewood. Hannah also convinces Ashley to talk to Ted about hiring Jamie for the church restoration project. Jason and Emily search his dad's office for photos of Allie and Wilden, proving they were together in Cape May. After Wes and Aria arrive to help Cece with a photo shoot at her boutique, Cece leaves to get dinner. Cece calls them later and lies about her car being towed. Hmm. Later, Wes kisses Aria when she invites him to sleep on her couch. 
Jason and Emily find a picture that reveals Ali standing between Wilded and Cece. Oh, cursed. They take the picture on their way out, but they get trapped in an elevator. Emily escapes, but Jason does not and plummets to the ground. At the hospital, Jason tells Emily he lost the picture. As the girls reunite at the hospital, they discover Jason has disappeared. And then, of course, there is an A ending where A plays spin the bottle with pictures of the liars on whiskey bottles, to which the flask points on Aria. But another A turns it to Spencer and the A's drink the whiskey. Wow. You just burped and I just coughed at the same time, which was good because... <laughs> hey, we've got bodies and we're not afraid to... We've uh... got bodies or it can be edited out, whatever you want. But it was, I was like, oh, I need a cough. And then I saw you burp. Hey, when you got a burp, it's time. <laughs> When you gotta go, you gotta go, which is about burping. Speaking of having to go, Spencer has gone not to school. She's missing from school. And um, Hannah says the iconic quote, I would ditch school for a hang now, which is very important, Hannah, behavior. There must be so many good quotes in this episode because I didn't even write that one down. And I think I wrote three Hannah quotes down in this scene. I've written. That is a fantastic quote. Yeah, I've written at least three Hannahs, so... Oh, my God. I wonder what... I've written three, so then there's one that must have really appealed to me. Um, So, yeah, the girls, Hannah, Ari, and Emily are at school. They're discussing, yes, Spencer not being there. And I think Hannah's like, I think we'd know if Spencer was here, people would be running for cover. I found that funny. (laughs) She also says she needs to work through this pain, not cover it. Hmm. Beautiful beautiful quote but then Ari is like you're an idiot you were like a mess eating ice cream all the time when Caleb and you broke up and then the other the last quote I wrote down from Hannah was it was skinny cows and it was four days (laughs) I love a skinny cow reference it's very funny skinny cows are rank it is rank it's not yummy and also Caleb leaving and Toby leaving is different because Caleb is one of a kind, the most beautiful man on earth. And Toby, <laughs> so sorry, Toberky. Toberky. I, I was like, how do I use Toby? Gov- Never how dare I use his government is. name? Who is that? <laughs> um, look, Toberky is, um, he's been a bad boy. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's been the baddest boy. Oh, baby. Has he? Oh. Oh. Um, now, Andrew Campbell of... Campbell Farms. I don't actually remember what that has to do with anything, but I know that his family has a farm. They are mad. Sorry. He's he's mad at Spencer for ditching the decathlon. And we find out that the team has voted her out. And then Spencer says, is there anything else you want to take away from me? Well, she says to Mona, she like, yes, they're in the courtyard and yeah, Sorry, she I should have said that. goes across to Mona and goes, anything else you want to take away from me? She's very unwell. Um, she's very unhinged. Very unhinged. And then when she, Spencer, goes to put on her sunnies, she notices something written on them. <laughs> and it says, which is pretty cool. That's like, that's a good A. So it's like written on the lenses. So she puts them on and she sees, you rat out tea, I take one. No, I take down one of your three. You rat out tea, I take down one of your three. Tea being, of course, Toberky. Toberculosis. I love that. <laughs> I love it too. I and also, they're, they're like comically large sunglasses. Okay. Uh, sorry. Lisa Barlow. <laughs> Lisa Barlow just appeared. 
Um, yeah, they're, they're comically large. It's, it's a very innovative uh, A message. It is. I'm, I love it. A is popping off. Mm. A is then, genuinely popping off in, in this episode. A does pop off. A is popping off. A is farting so much. <laughs> or not, but you know who's farting even well, more? Spencer's, uh, not Spencer. Ezra's not Ezra. here. So A has to fart on behalf of him, of course. I'm loving the lack of Ezra. I'm loving it. It's beautiful. I'm having a ball. Although it's not going to last forever, unfortunately. Oh. But what does last forever is Hannah's incredible quotes. Hannah, while um, looking for Caleb's dad. (laughs) I don't know. I've written it down wrong. I don't know if she says it or if. Oh, um, I think someone says it to her. Arya says, why yes. are you map questing Amish country? Which is an excellent sentence. That was so funny. And Lucy Hale can really deliver this kind of line. Lucy she Hale is can. very good with a funny line. She is. You know what? She's the best straight man. She really. And that's Arya and Hannah are such a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. They're such a good dynamic. Oh, we love it. Then Ezra's flop mum is oh, calling and just, Arya, oh yeah. which we hate. Oh, yeah. I don't even think I wrote that down. Mm. We hate it. But that's but, right. Oh, yeah, because she's looking for Wes. Right. Yes, yes. Yes. And the girls are um, at the brew. And then Cece is there and she's got a thousand long drapey necklaces. And oh, is, my God. The most 2013 getup I've ever seen in my life. I literally wrote that and I said, CC Swan's in in the biggest bat wing top I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Because bat wings were so big. And yeah, she's wearing, it's so 2013. You are so right. It's crazy. Um, also, I've written here, doesn't care about Ali's death, only her website. And for a yeah. second, upon rereading that, I thought, and I was like, Alison had a website? And then I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> It's Cece's website that she's creating for her boutique. I was like, yeah, Cece has to go create a website, I guess, while Emily is asking her about Darren Wilden mm. being in Ali's notebook. Like, what? 9-11, never forget that his government name is Darren. I did have a quick note about, I think, um, with Hannah and Aria on the other side of the brew, because this is all happening in the brew. Um, Hannah is kind of talking about how she thinks Jamie is Caleb's dad and she yeah. wants to tell Caleb. And look, I know it's to drive the show forward and they're teenagers, but my opinion on this is holy hell, Hannah has no business in whether or not Jamie is Caleb's dad I unless know, it was told so to her. Not her place, but it's, it's truly also not her place. Like <laughs> I'm thankful for where it like goes, but like it's not her place. <sighs> It's a lot. It's a lot. But that's our girl, is it not? But that's a girl. And it drives the plot forward. We love. I just wanted exactly. to be like, Hannah, I don't agree. You're being stupid. You just need to go on record and say that you wouldn't want someone to do that because they saw her do that. Exactly. And that's a role model right there. Haley Canto for President 2024. Oh. Oh. I'll move to America and become Presidente. El Presidente. Next. Listeners, let me know if you'd vote for me. <laughs> Vote for Haley. Your options aren't great. I was listening Your to a podcast are ha- about it this morning. Your options are really not great. They are not great. Um, <laughs> but if Haley is another option, I would say that's the best that you've got. I don't actually want to be president. Hot take. Hot take. Haley for president. No. And why me am I being punished. And I will be the Secretary of State. And by state, of course, I mean the state 
of that fetus. Oh, I'm more like Secretary of Slate. To. All right, in the Hastings Diet House, <laughs> Spencer is making a soup, I think. Um, oh, and, my God. And then... No, Andrew, I think it's a microwavable meal or something. It's like a frozen... It's something with... She's little, putting things in a blender. She's putting, like, vegetables in a blender. Why? I'm, oh, you know what I'm visualizing? I'm visualizing the Toberki episode where... She makes a microwave she's, meal. She's microwaving. Look, her the way that she consumes nutrients is only in quick, ready, easy-make ways, obviously, is what I'm confusing. As long as she's getting her nutrients because she doesn't look... Well. Well. No. You know, she needs her nutrients. But then Andrew comes in. um, And he's like, stop the fuck! Just like Petty Fleur. Stop the fuck! (laughs) And Spencer initiates... A hot nerds strip off. Oh my god! So what he's trying to stop her to do, by the way, is fighting with Mona for the sake of the team. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, I've written unhinged. Spencer has entered the arena. Stripped, strip, factathlon is afoot. Yeah, is um, I kind of can't remember. Why does she? Does she? Is it like a bet to get what? Why does she initiate the hot nerds strip off again? Honestly, no apart one... from just being like. Kooky. I think it's just to go, just to be random and cool and fun. Oh, okay, amazing. I couldn't. I was like, that's no, all I heard. But I was like, I have a like feeling a it's not. I have a feeling it is yeah, some kind okay. of bet, but I don't remember what the terms were. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it doesn't go. It doesn't end well. It does not. You know. No, it doesn't. <sighs> and um, then um, Hannah is visiting Jamie, mm. and then we get another line. Which, I mean, it's funny, but also it is like, what the hell? Where Jamie says, Hannah, you didn't drive two drive hours, two for, hours a for a shoe fly, fly pie. pie. Wait, I'd I have like to, to know shoe fly pie Exactly. Right exactly. Now. I didn't Google it and I would like to know what the hell is a shoe fly pie? Listeners, if you love a shoe fly pie, let us know. Um, Please. Is it literally? Is, is oh my it god! Okay, so it's a classic pies? Pennsylvania Dutch. <gasps> okay, it's yeah. Shoe fly pie is a type of American pie made with molasses associated with Pennsylvania Pennsylvania Dutch cuisine. Shoe fly, get in my pie. Right. It's a its closest relative is probably the pecan pie, and I do love pecan pie. Yum. So, my yum. My favorite is banana cream. Yum. Now, I don't think I've had that. It's delicious. It's absolutely, it's the best in the world. And I hope you, you one day have it. But that is the only note I wrote for that scene, I believe, is the shoe fly pie. And then we're back to Diet House and I've written big man Andrew terrified of Emily Field seeing his hot bod. Oh my God. Andrew is gorgeous. He is is so jacked. He is, he is not a teenage boy. Oh, no. He's big. He's, he's big. He's a big old man. He's a big, big guy. Look, I don't know anything about about the actor who plays him or the size of his penis, but I would assume big. He's got I that big old thing. He's a big man. I would assume big old dong. I love that every now and then they throw some glasses on him. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Just um, to make him a little then, bit less like 
absolutely stunning. And it makes it feel more pornographic, I think. Yes, <laughs> The it glasses does. make it feel more kind of sexually obscene. Yeah, it is, as Ash said, he goes, holy crap, it's Emily Fields! When Emily... Also, they're doing this in the living room. They are playing... Spencer and Andrew are playing strip decathlon, pop quiz, trivia, I don't know, um, <sighs> in Spencer's living room. Yeah, it's bizarre. But yeah, he goes, holy crap, it's Emily Fields. And then Spencer iconically goes, relax, you're not her type. Ooh. I loved this. And that's when I was like, this episode is full of really good one-liners. It is. It is. And then Emily says after he lives, <gasps> after he leaves, a very good, like, insightful thing, which is oh my God. a monopoly, monopoly on, on pain, pain Spencer. Spencer. And Spencer is, of course, in full defense mode. My favorite thing about this episode is every time you're about to say a quote, I say it with you to see if we wrote down the same quote. And we do. I'm like, I'm, and we do because of we have the same brain. Uh, Emily, brain. yeah, but it's true. Yeah. Emily is right. And now my next note is about one of the most, I'm so sorry, one of the fugliest, most <gasps> heinous outfits this oh. show has ever given us. My God, this is my next note. We I are am... very on the same page. And that page is for this note, because let me tell I've never been so like, pause, look, dissect, go back, look at every item of clothing. Oh Aria looks absolutely fucked. Okay. First okay. So we're in Ezra's apartment. Oh. Have you written down what Aria is wearing? Yes. Okay. So... Please tell us. Okay, so she's wearing a flanny, as we would call it, which is a flannelette like overshirt, which is like like plaid red jacket. It was like, kind of a jacket. It was like flanny, but I think it was like a jacket. Yes, which I feel like is completely out of character for Arya personally. You know, I feel like that's something I think that it sort of fits with the punk theme. I do think plaid does fit with like the <sighs> Arya does. punk pop princess theme, but also. I hate it for her. Oh, it was disgusting. Then okay, yep, so she's wearing that. There What's is underneath a, it? A striped black and white shirt, like dress shirt, with around her neck oh my God. a black and white polka dot scarf. It's so many different fucking patterns on one body at once. It was crazy. It was a crazy amount of of patterns on the smallest, most petite woman I've ever seen in my life. I will say she looks better than anyone else could, but it's chaos. Yes, but it's, I just feel so, I can't imagine her getting to work that day, putting that outfit on and being like, I'm going to slay at my job. How could you? I mean, she still did. putting on that outfit was probably like, fucking hell, I'm in for a flop. I oh, am in Jesus. for a flop episode, aren't I? And it, we're like, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Then I'm so glad you out... wrote that down in detail because so oh. did I. And I was like, that's just, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's giving Hatwatch to run for its money, this outfit. It's, yeah, it's, um, I hate it. Just a lot of patterns. Watch. Power clashing watch. Yuck. So Wes, while we're in Ezra, Ezra, Ezra's apartment, Wes is like scurrying out of town, I think. He's like trying to leave um, and he's trying to pack yes. cereal into his backpack called Coco Spheres, which 
I made a point to Google them because I was like, that sounds, it sounds like um, the art department made it up to not kind of rip off Coco Pops. Yeah. But they are real. So shout out Ooh. to Coco Spheres. Coco Spheres. And if you pod- love them, let us know. I had not, I, I love the name. It's descriptive. If you've eaten them, send us a voice message to our DMs on Instagram and tell us exactly what they taste like. Maybe and do a should taste- Wes have tried harder to pack it into his backpack? Was it worth packing? You know, if you can yeah. get yourself some, get a spoonful. Eat them. Tell us while you're eating them. ASMR. And also we should say the reason that um, Wes is fleeing is because the evil Mrs. Fitzgerald, their mother, has like found that he's staying there. Oh, yeah. So he's evading her. Um, and then Cece calls Arya asking for photo help with uh, the, the website. <laughs> the titular website. Um, you usually have your photos done well before you're building. Like, yeah. Or like, yeah. It's a bit. I don't think Cece's very good at like running a store. I don't think Cece's. I mean. <sighs> We'll get there, but, but we I don't think yeah. Cece's. I don't, yeah, the, the, the things that she does in this episode are ridiculous. Um, and then Ashley Marin arrives uh, to her house, the Marin household, mid Haleb fight. They're fighting about mm. the papa situation. They're and- essentially fighting about how much they love each other and what they would do for each other. And yeah. like at, at the root of this fight is love. Yeah, and we can't question what Caleb would do for um, Hannah because he did literally take a bullet for her friend. Crazy. Not even just for her. So what would he do for her? Hmm. Ashley looks so good in this suit, by the way. She walks in <laughs> and I was taken. I was taken by Miss Ashley Marin. I was, I'm always taken. Mm, God, she's good. That's all then, I have on that scene. Emily and Jason are talking about Wilden. I've written, I have no idea where they Jason? are. Jason? They, Jason is sitting in a classroom in a circle of chairs with not another person sitting in a chair. And Emily walks in to chat about that Ali being pregnant bombshell that Spencer dropped at the mausoleum. What a sentence. Jason said he... What a sentence. And Jason says he's called Wilden about it, but Wilden said nothing. What's Jason... And then so I looked this up. I looked this up on the PLL wiki page for this episode of like, what was Jason, you know, what was he doing? Cause I know he's like, what a coach or he's doing like a wrestling coach, talks, I believe something. The Wikipedia, like the PLL wiki also didn't, they're like, Jason is sitting in a room and I'm like, okay. So none of us know why <laughs> the context of why he is here. Cause it kind of looked like an Alcoholics Anonymous situation or like a, but at the school at the, like it looked like a therapy anyway. Who knows? He, he looked good. <laughs> he looked good. That's the main thing. He looked good. Drew Van Ack is going to look good. And he's looking for justice. So we stand. We can't help we but stand. We do stand. Then Spencer looks psychotic while staring at bananas when a wild wren appears. Oh, my God. We get a Spencer, Wren and Melissa scene, which we haven't had in a long time. The What a Nostalgic. trio. What yeah. a trio. Also, okay, I've always found Ren handsome, mm. but now that Julian Morris liked our story because we shared oh my God. his 20th anniversary post with his partner. Um, we love love. We shared it just being like obsessed. 
And then we just made a joke about Ren. Yeah, ever since like Julian Morris liked that, I like I found him like so hot in this episode. Like I was like, oh my I, god, my friend Julian Morris. It's my hot friend. He's always been hot. He's even He's hotter now. Been hot. He's hotter now yeah. than he was. What? What? How many years? This is like ten years ago. And he's hotter now. Oh, we love you, King. I love him. Anyway, Come manifest that we get him on the pod. Then we find out that Ren is there because he got a call from someone who is concerned about Spencer's state of mind, which is, of course, fucking Mona. Ooh. Then Spencer is smart, smarty farty, and plays along and pretends to be grateful. I'm like, yeah, I'm really glad you're here. Like, let's just get away. Let's just, like, go somewhere. And it's like, what she are you says, to, it's Spenny? not a date. It's a mental health outing. Slay. And I said, same girl. That's what I say every also, time I get ice cream or buy myself a little treat <laughs> that I cannot afford. The mental health outing. <laughs> uh, me and Dale always say that we need one of our friends to be a doctor. <laughs> so that you could just be like, oi, what is this? Even though I know that doctors, people who are doctors would hate that. But I'm like, I would love mm. a Ren in my life. He does so much pro bono work. He absolutely does. I will he say does that too much. I personally have a friend like that, local Melbourne comedian Noah Zito, because he's currently still studying. And every time I see him, he asks for updates on my uh, different health issues. And it's oh my god, very it's it's a lovely uh, fake patient client relationship. But we are friends. That and is so good. It's great. One time he hosted a gig and I did a spot and I then told everyone he was my doctor and they thought <gasps> it was very funny. Ooh. So it so that's and that's my Ren. I don't Except have a Ren at the moment. Ed, ever engaged to my sister? We gotta get you a Ren. Maybe that all, maybe our, all my friends are comedians or work in marketing. Maybe there's someone listening who could be your Ren. <gasps> someone be my Ren. Be my Ren. At the Marin House, um, Caleb. <laughs> My only note is that Caleb looks so good in his blue shirt and his hair tucked behind his ears. They're oh. headed to the brew, I think, to go see Jamie. Yes. Which I he... missed that plan watching the ep- like earlier on in the episode, I guess. Yes. I've written, they go to the brew to meet Jamie. Caleb's sad. Caleb is sad and, and he looks it. very, very attractive. He, oh God, I love when he tucks his hair behind his ears. Oh, which his bone structure is out of this world. It's so oh. gorgeous. And Cece is being cheeky, I've written, but I don't know what, why or where. I have, do you say Cece is being cheeky? Yes. Yes, I have the quote <gasps> as to why. She says to Aria, I think Wes has like gone off somewhere. So Cece says to Aria, is big brother as yummy as little brother? I feel like it <sighs> should be, is little brother as yummy as big brother? And maybe I wrote that down wrong. Anyway. Oh no, but maybe because she's met Wes, she hasn't met Ezra. Is what she's saying. Oh, uh, true. Yep. Back myself. I've got to back hey, myself. Hey, believe in yourself. Hey. Believe in your dreams. Yeah. Believe women. So is Big Brother as yummy as Little Brother? Disgusting. And then I've written, back of the brew, Jamie arrives, Hannah holds in piss. Oh, my God. <laughs> and also, I know we just, we uh, discussed the actor behind Uncle Jamie on the last episode. We said his name and all that, but... Dale was watching this one with me and when Uncle Jamie walks in, Dale is like, oh my God, it's this guy. Yes. And I was like, oh yeah, I think he's like an Aussie actor. And yeah, Dale was like, oh yeah, he's been in like heaps of Australian TV. But Bernard Curry is Steve Curry's brother. 
You know, like actor Stephen Curry? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Who is a very famous um, Australian actor, like an Australian icon. Anyway. And it's this bro. From Went, like, and Bernard Curry's been in, like, Wentworth, packed the rafters, home and away, the dish. Love the dish. Amazing. Anyway, so Dale, look, they found their audience in Dale Anderson, my fiance. Our fianced. PLL oh, my was fancy. always for Dale. This show was made for Dale. It really was. He was, I didn't write down all these quips, but he was just quipping and quopping next to me. Da- uh, new theory. Dale is A. Dale is A. <laughs> Dale would be such a good A. I... Only in like, not in um, values or <laughs> lack of empathy, but just but in he... like, he'd do like good designs. He'd do good little presents. <laughs> Like, he'd, ha- he'd think of fun, creative ways and places to leave the notes and yeah. the texts. Anyway. Interesting. Anyway, Dale is a new theory. Now, um, someone has left like a thousand bottles of whiskey on the De Laurentiis like lawn and like stoop of their, their like doorstep when Emily and Jason get there. And then there's a note, I think maybe... Emily gets a text. I haven't written the context of this. It just says, tell him to save a couple. He might need, he might need it, A. Eh? And, well, I have a note on this because the trivia was really light on. So I have a note on this that I'll just say now instead of later. The bottles yeah. of whiskey that are put on Jason's porch are the same kind of bottle that A plays spin the bottle with at the end. And they're yes. the bottles that A purchased at the end of the previous episode. Yes. Which I forgot all about. Great. Cool. And Eleven never forget about the bottles from the last episode. Oh, how could we? (laughs) How could we? (laughs) Could I Um, forget that A scene? Then Aria and Wes are getting Speaking of bottles. Speaking of bottles, they are at the boutique, the store, and they're getting absolutely lit on like a single bottle of red wine. NCC's A roll. A white shag rug and you're drinking red wine on it. Go to jail. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to victim blame, but... But we will because they stupidly pour the red wine on this, like, fluffy white carpet. And it's like, what do you expect was going to happen, you dumb ding-dongs? Yeah, and also, and because Cece brought it in, Cece was drinking it beforehand. So it's like she has brought the red wine in to her white shag rug... And to these miners. To these miners. Naughty. Um, then M and Jason go to Papa De Laurentiis' office and Jason reveals that Mona, to him, is not a friend but a link and he thinks that she knows who dug up Allison's body. Ooh, sneaky boy. Ooh. That's a relief because we hate that he and Mona are friends. Yes. What? We don't like it. Yuck. Then we find out that Hannah is trying to connect Jamie with Pastor Ted for the renovation restoration job. She was like, someone's got to fix that bell tower. And I was like, for whom the bell dongs? For whomst the bell dongs? (laughs) And of course, it dongs for Dale because he's A and he was a guest on that episode. That is one of my favorite episodes. Me too. Please go listen to the season one finale. 
podcast episode. Excellent. Podcast episode starring Dale Anderson. Dale. Yeah, Emily, Emily and Jason at the papa's office, they find that picture that Jason was like, I'm pretty sure it's here. And it's a picture of Wilden, Allison and Cece on the boat. Ooh, and then we go to the flashback, of course, of drunk Jason drunk. on the longest night. He has like a soul patch and he's <laughs> drinking from a hose. He is drunk mm. as a skunk. He sees the back of Ali talking to Melissa, but then when mm. Ali turns around, it's Cece in the yellow frilly top. Cece wearing the iconic top, which gives us, it's like a whole new layer to the night because it's like, okay, that means there's two yellow tops. How much <laughs> time was in this night? And, uh, and it also then makes us be like, did other people think they saw Alison when it was Cece? Why was Cece there? Why was she wearing the top? There's so many questions. Sus. <sighs> Also, watching these episodes, I've started to get very excited because, Mm. as we all know, Haley and I cannot remember anything going forward from here. So it's been very fun. I'm very excited, genuinely. We're flying kind of blind. And a lot of you listeners will probably know a lot more than us because I I know so many of our wonderful listeners like have rewatched this series a lot. So very exciting. Yeah. Then Spenny has swindled Ren into taking her to where the decathlon is. Where is this decathlon? It's out far. It's at like like a. It looks like it's at like an old English pub in like a a function room or something. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know why it's at night and not at a school. No, but (laughs) Spencer manages to crash the decathlon. TBH, I'm looking forward to hanging up the decathlon storyline. Yeah, we don't need it. I liked it for a while. I'm I'm ready to move on. Um, the stakes are just kind of like too low. Like I, I think look like when people are dying and yeah. people are getting sent necklaces of their own teeth, and uh, you know being uh, stuck in boxes with a dead. Uh, Emily's like, I've lost my girlfriend and I killed someone. I'm doing okay though. I'm okay. Exactly. <laughs> like Arya woke up in a box next to a dead Paolo from the Lizzie McGuire movie Spoonie. Oh my God. Her. Take like, me back. Think, think of where we've been, guys. A decathlon is not it. Which, and I will say, like, I do like it when we have low stakes things to do, like a decathlon, like an exam, like a prom, because it is like, you know, it helps balance out the show. But I am Absolutely. just kind of like, and I know that Spence is probably projecting a lot of like, her control issues onto the decathlon. It's not really about the decathlon. But anyway, I'm, I'm just like, I'm ready to stop hearing that word and to stop saying yes. that word. And we are at, for the last time ever, the decathlon. Oh! And Spencer is taunting Mona. Oh my God. When she walks in with Ren, oh. she says to Mona, he gives really good intervention. <laughs> Line of She's the episode's so- going to be tough. An intervention could be that dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whew. Um, and then she, uh, Spencer threatens to leak uh, Mona's case study from her time in Wilden. And then Mona taunts her back and then... Do you mean Radley? Um, what did I say? Wilden. In Wil... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. Like, I mean... 
it's it's you know what spencer's not the only one losing it i'll tell oh, you that i'm much. losing it as well i'm, I'm going kuku binunu over here all right well, also when we look at our notes there's just names all i see are <laughs> there's names. just names every all i yeah all the trees are all the trees are names, names. and the sky is names and the sky is names. all we see is names so yes she tries she threatens to leak her case study from when she was in Radley and then Mona turns her back and then Spencer unfortunately loses her cool and Spencer say, uh, what Mona does, she do, does say Mona says do you still have any friends Spencer and then Spencer fully attacks Mona it's a crazy thing to have pushed her over the, over the line to be honest it's bananas and she played right into Mona's she played right hand. into Mona's hand because she jumps over the table and tries to choke Mona and yells, Die! <laughs> and I've written... <laughs> Which is a cool thing to say when you're trying to come across someone. as not unhinged. And I've written, Slay, Mama, next to that note. <laughs> slay. Even though this will not appear, you know, it's not going to... The chain of events that follow are not very Slay, Mama, but... Honestly, it's kind of slay. I don't it's know. It's kind of slay. Mona de- deserves it. Spencer's, yeah, absolutely. Spencer's going through something. Let mm. it out, girl. Let but, it you know out. What? It's good to feel your feelings. That's what I've heard. 100%. Um, then we see Cece inside her little convertible and she's lying through her goddamn teeth. She's on the phone to Ari and she says that her car's getting towed, but she's sitting in her car and it is stationary. So what the hell? What is Miss Cece up to? Do, do, do. Will we find do, out? Do, do. Yes, we will. Do, do, do. Do, do, imagine do. if we right didn't. Imagine if they never acknowledge that storyline ever again. That would be hard. That would be Hard and Crazy. that would be nice, but that's not where we're going. But that's not it. Then Hannah lights candles in the church and I've written, what the hell? Because <laughs> I forgot why she would be at a church and I was like, why is she at? She's suddenly religious? What's happened? What's going on? I mean, I was Caleb? also very confused with this. Uh, so uh, I think this was pretty clunky. Like it's, it's, it's a clunky yeah. connection to make, but... Jamie is, I guess, in the other room with Ted going over numbers because Ashley walks in on... Caleb and Hannah just, I think, having a nice moment in the church. And also, Ashley walks in and goes, I think they kiss. And then Ashley goes, amen. I see the spirit has moved you. And then she says, why don't we take this to a more secular setting? And I love that. I love that too. Also, yeah, Caleb, Caleb, I've written Caleb love Hannah. Yay. Oh, sad Caleb tear. Oh. <laughs> and then after that, uh, amen, I see the spirit has moved you. Ashley Marin quote. I've written, God, she's good. God, she is good. She's such a cool mum. She's, she's the best. so, so, so good. And then Jamie got the job. Jamie got the, the job. Jamie got the job. Jamie more like slay me. Go off, King. And then in Diet House fashion, Ashley's like, let's go back to our house to celebrate pizza and beer. Well, no pizza. They do have pizza. They do. Unless she said, she wants a well, drink. pizza. I'm not really sure. Honestly, whatever she wants, she can have. Um, but it was very, if she doesn't want pizza, it's very diet house. And I respect it. And then and as then. they leave, Miss Hannah donates to the church with a with a note, with a money note that has. With a money note. With a money otherwise, note. Otherwise known as a dollar. But a dollar or town, a money note, if you want to call it a, it a money, money note. note. 
I am president, so I think they're called money notes now. Haley's president, they're now called money notes. Deal with it. Yeah, sorry. And it has dice drawn on it, so very specific. Mm-hmm. And she puts it in the little collection box and off she pops. Yeah. Do, 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 living her life. Do, do, do. And um, we'll come back to that later. We will. But now Emily and Jason are in an elevator and it gets oh stuck. God. Elevator gate is upon us, everyone. It's elevator gate. Oh, you know, it's good that they're two athletes because at yeah. least we can believe what some of what is about to transpire because they are fit and, dare I say, hot. They're very oh. hot. Then we are back at Spencer Breakdown and she's in the car with Ren. She's not really speaking and Ren answers Spencer's phone and it's Melissa. And she's like, um, what's going on? And he lies to her and says that Spencer got food poisoning, which is like, oh, that's very she kind says and he- nice. He says she has jippy tummy. Which? Which I looked up. And con- like in the context, yes, it is British for diarrhea. British slang. Oh, British. <laughs> diarrhea <laughs> affecting visitors to hot countries, specific- hot countries specifically. What classifies as a hot country? A sexy one. I, I, I I, look, I've, to me, I've it kind of hot- sounds more like barley belly. In a way, like yeah, but that's going, I don't know. Anyway, Jippy Tummy, shout out to Jippy Tummy. I've been googling a lot of stuff this episode, guys. Jippy Tummy, I, and that's why she should be president because she's doing the work. I'm doing my research. Honestly, I might know nothing, but I'll look it up. The phrase "British for diarrhea" really got me, and I it's so <laughs> it's so funny, and I think that has to be the title of it. <laughs> British for diarrhea. <laughs> It's important. rare that there's a British phrase that we like that I don't know. That we don't know. Honest, yeah, exactly. we get a lot of them. Yeah, we but do. It, it was very British. And now and we I was know. Like, it sounds like made up. That Jippy anyway. tummy is, of course, British for diarrhea. Jippy tummy, British for diarrhea from hot countries specifically. What that means? Incredible. We don't know. We can't tell you. Feel free to explain. Then we are back at. Aria. Oh my god. I don't she, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> we have to. We have to because we are truth tellers and this is what happens in the episode. I don't want to tell my and truth. The truth unfortunately is Charlie Puth. Look, Wes is quoting a writer that Aria likes. He's reciting poetry, which we know is Aria's kryptonite, which is one of the reasons that she's Gerald boy quoting poetry. You may know as well. Aria Montgomery doesn't stand a chance. No, you may as well just take your seed and plant it right in one of her eggs. She's ready to fuck. She's okay? ready. And what happens uh, between Aria and Wes? They kiss. The, the writers are really trying to mess with the dynamics, and so they make them kiss. They Which I love. Kiss. And I, as I've said, I, mean, I feel like I haven't said this sentence in a while on this show when there are two attractive people in a room together. Mm-hmm. Unless their sexual orientations don't line up, they have to kiss. Yes, that's true. And you know what? Sexual orientations is the only factor because if they are siblings, it might it's still true. seem like it's going to happen. <laughs> Just sexual orientations, guys. Nothing Incest else. Incest is on the table in I mean, PLL. I tell you what. No, and we're not just talking Jenna and Toberki, Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Then We're back at elevator gate. 
Oh, and then just just to absolve Arya, well, not to absolve her, but Arya then says, we can't do this. And um, Wes says, no, we can't. And I said, maybe you should. Anyway, and that's the end of that. Look, Back to I don't the want elevator to see them kiss, but I would watch them full on porno fuck. Yeah. And wouldn't we all? Okay, then elevator gate, strong Jason, oh, with his beautiful arms, opens the doors. This is horrific. Also, the elevator melts down. And I understand that, like, you know, at this point, nothing is a coincidence. Yeah. For Emily of, like, oh, the elevator's broken down. We should, like, they, but they react so quickly to, like, call emergency and then try to open the doors. Yeah. In real life, you would wait for a few hours, I would say. <laughs> wait until you need a piss. But I understand that for them it is, again, like, nothing is a coincidence with A, lurking around. But please just stay in the elevator. I was so stressed. Mm. I do remember this as well. I was, I was very Crazy. stressed. It's very stressful. Strong Jason opens the doors and then coach Jason gets in action. He's cheering Emily on. And it's very, it's very sweet. It's very nice. It is really sweet. And she like swings her body out and gets out. And then she's like, who's going to hold the door open for you? And he's like, don't worry about it. And then she tries to help somehow. But then the elevator fucking strings just snap. And Jason falls down the shaft in the elevator. This is terrifying. Might have made me a little bit afraid of elevators now that I think about it. Like I, I use them. I will often like use a stairs in general because I just I'm happy to, you know what I mean? Happy to move. Oh, uh, yeah. She gets the steps in. Happy to get my damn steps in, guys. But I think it is that I am like a bit anxious about having the elevator break. And after watching that scene, I'm like, this might be why. This might be why. Yeah. Traumatized. Traumatized. Ugh. For Jason. For Jason, of course. And then... We're back at the Marin household and the pizza guy's there and he needs pizza cash. Pizza guy's here. He needs cash because that's how you pay pizza men in Rosewood. And Jamie offers, he's like, let me get this, you know, to say thank you for everything. He this hands over the cash. And what do we see, Haley? Oh my God. We see. Hannah like looks at the cash that Jamie's handing over. The paper note. And one of the money notes. <laughs> Is that what I said? Money note? I can't remember, honestly. One of the money notes has the drawn dice on it. Me- Megan the drawn dice. Megan the drawn dice, which is oh a gag. I love that because I Me I too. do remember when the when the note went in to the confession or like not the confession box, the donation box. I was like, okay, what's the significance? Yes, I remember this note. What is the significance of this? And oh my god, gag. Love it. It's back, Jamie. It's back. Naughty, steely. Oh, bad. Then Emily sends the girls an SOS, uh, which honestly, I feel like there's so many things that they could have sent SOSs for also in this episode that no one did, but go off M. And also- Elevator crash is probably the worst of them. Yeah, it's bad. But also, as I've said, give context. SOS is not enough. I would say like, hey, SOS, meet me at the hospital. Like what? How did everyone know to go to the hospital? There have to be call phone calls being made that we don't see on screen. Show me the phone sure. calls. I'll watch. Show me the records. I'll watch. I'll then watch. Jason is in hospital in a neck brace. Hottie with his little tits out. Yeah, he's got his Jason and his fat tits, are tits back. out looking good. Thank God for him and his tits. I tell you what. <laughs> We've been waiting. Jason's tits and trauma and is an episode sh- title. I will not it forget. It is an episode title and it is Andrew Cunanan because he is obviously suffering some trauma here in this app. He's got and fat his tits. tits. 
they're fat and they're <laughs> juicy and they're out. I tell you what. He I is love fat tits. Fat tits. Fat natchies from Jason over here. He's got he is, extremely hard pecs. <laughs> but they're fat tits. I kept, the fact that he survived and all he has is a fucking neck brace. What? Crazy. In the hell. He must have a great center of gravity, I tell you what. I thought you were going to say he must have a great sense of humor. <laughs> that too. He must have a great sense of humor. He must have um, a great he sense said, of humor. He says that Emily and Spencer were right about the NAT club and someone wants <gasps> him gone. Oh, my God. And then he's like, can you get me some water? So Emily goes And out. also we find out that oh. when he was in the elevator, just before we get to that, Ooh. someone took the picture from him. A oh, yes. of... Wilden, Ali, and Cece that they found at the dad's office um, is gone. It's gone. And then? So Emily goes out to get her water. I think all the girlies show up and she's explaining that picture thing. Um, and then Spencer's like, I want to see him. So Emily's like, he's just over there. But oh, even, and Dale was like, he's not going to be there. <laughs> he's not going to be there. No, and Dale, Dale was no. right. Jason disappeared. Well, of course Dale knew because Dale is the one who stole him away. Who he is him, A. Because Dale, Dale is, is A. a. Mm. It's important. And he is gone. Jason Escarpe. Jason Escarpe. Terrifying. And then there is, or Jason of course, the a scene where who knows? there are four whiskey bottles in like a square formation. And each of them have a picture of the four girls on them. This is camp. This is stupid. This is so silly and fun. <laughs> and there's a whiskey bottle in, the, bottle in the middle and some and two glasses are being placed down. And someone's spinning it around and spinning it around and it lands on someone. And then they another black hooded figure with gloves comes and turns mm-hmm. it to Spencer's face. And they're like, <laughs> and they pick up the Spencer bottle and they serve themselves some drink, some whiskey and they, from Spencer. Cheers. They cheers. And they, and they cheers the house down boots. boots. And whew, that is this episode. Oh. That was a sick episode. I it was. truly, that was a sick one. That was really good. Woof. Woof. The writing was. Crazy. Okay, well, look, maybe, good. to be honest, maybe there mm-hmm. were so many good one liners that there were some clunky, not like transitions, but kind of like. There were a few scenes like Emily and Jason with the heap of boxes of whiskey that did kind of pass me by a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. And then I think like, yeah, both of us seeing Caleb in church. Anyway, so the right, the nitty gritty writing was really good. I do think it was kind of clunky in terms of like following all the stories through and int- like and giving context. Yes. But it was perfect. No notes. No notes. We loved it. No fucking notes. It was oh, so good. Hayley, do we have any trivia? There isn't a lot of trivia. There were a lot of like notes on the wiki, but they're more just like pointing out some things. But one of the notes I found quite trivia vibe, not trivial, mm-hmm. but just was trivia. Um, just spoiler for 15 seconds. I would say like a light spoiler, but yeah, skip 15 to 30 seconds ahead. Um, this is Wesley's last appearance on the show. He'll be mentioned as the show progresses, but this is like the last time we'll see him. Wow. Anyway, Rick so he's, I, I found that quite interesting. Kiss and disappear. Kiss appear. Kiss appear. Huh? 
Anyway, I yeah, I found that quite noteworthy, to be honest. That is. That is. Anyway, that's it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Time for our little seggies. Time for some segments, seggies, seg Seg rolls. rolls. If you need some context for these, if you're tuning in today, where have you been all our lives? We love you. Welcome. Head over to our Instagram, call.and.adults. Check the pinned post that breaks down these segments for more context. Okay. (laughs) Who is the hottest adult of this episode? I mean, it's Jason and his tits. True. It's, ja- it's Jason and his big old pecky. Pecky tits. Pecky tits. I don't know pecky what else to tits. say about them. They're hard. They're firm. They're out. They are out and about. They're out to play. And they're I gone agree with that. And I'm also going to put Ashley Marin in. Yes, of course. Because she's always the hottest, hottest adult, but she was just very funny. She is. She slayed when she slayed. And she always um, slays. What was the yikes of the episode? Hmm. What made us go um, yikes the most? Well, definitely the kiss between um, Wes and Aria. I didn't like that. I didn't hate it. Cece lying. Cece giving minors alcohol. The stealing from, from Jamie, not great. For me, mm. it was just the elevator scene, though. Like, that Ter- was a yeah, proper, yeah, like... Yeah. Spook. It wasn't a yikes in terms of like these people are fucked. It was just a yikes of like this is kind of fucked. Stay yeah. in the elevator. Stay. But also, if they'd stayed, they both would have. It both. Oh, would have gotten got. You know. It's a big yikes. Ah. Okay. Also, honestly, Spencer initiating the strip off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big yikes. There I think too. ten years ago, I found that very horny, and ten years later, I found it odd. <laughs> She's going through something. She's going through something and I love, I kind of love it. Who gets a buttercream from us, Daddy Hastings? I do think Hannah deserves a buttercream. Yes. Even though I disagreed with, at the start, like, yes, I was like, in principle, I disagree with Hannah going after exposing Jamie as Caleb's dad, but it is for the right, like, she wants to do right by her partner. Yes. I don't know. She's doing her best. I give her a buttercream. I give her a buttercream. I also, um, I would like to give Spencer a buttercream for jumping over the table, choking Mona and saying, die. Someone had to do it. Also, Ren. (laughs) Also, get a buttercream, Ren. Ren, have a buttercream. teaching us about British for diarrhea. Jippy tummy. I hope it doesn't give you a jippy tummy. I hope it doesn't. And he needs a buttercream because, my God, that man is working. That man works. Mm. He goes to work. What gave us a hard cover? This means what made us erect. I mean, Jason's titties. Yeah, I think it was just Jace. Just Jason in general, I think. I mean, also. Oh, when Caleb, when Caleb, he came in to go to the brew. Yes. His hair tucked with behind his, his ears. Little ears out. His little ears. He had oh. the ears out. His slutty little ears. Are... We've got tits and ears out. We're living. What gave us a soft cover? So this is the opposite. What made us flaccid? Ezra Wes kiss. I mean, whoa, whoa. Aria Wes, Ezra Wes kiss. I mean, that would, the show would do that because of course PLL loves incest. They Um, love it. I did. I have some notes where I wrote Ezra instead of Wes. And then sometimes I want to say Ezra. Like it's Wes and Ezra are similar. Wesra. Wesra. Oof. Yeah, that also gave me a soft cover. Again, I think 10 years ago when I watched this, that might have given me a hard cover. 
It's crazy. Who gets a wine from Byron, our king? I miss him so much. I miss him too. Let Spencer have a wine. She's gone through it. Let Ren have a wine for helping her. Yeah. Let Hannah have a wine. Let Caleb have a wine. Let Ashley Marin have a wine. Let Let the pizza guy have a wine. Let Ted have a wine. Let Ted and Jamie have a champagne, a little toast to Jamie getting a job, even though he stole. But, you know, no one knows Mm -hmm. that yet, apart from Hannah. And, you know, Ted probably has access to the wine that they keep at, you know, the blood oh, the of communion Christ, wine. if you will. Yeah, exactly. Also, Emily have a wine. Everyone have Emily a wine. Emily have except, a wine. Except Wes and Aria. Because mm. they've had, had too much wine. You've had enough. Yeah. Okay, this is going to be the toughest one. <clears throat> Line of the episode. Ooh. I hmm. think it is for me. It's really hard. I think it's actually I think it's actually Aria saying why are you map questing Arnish country. But I also think, I would ditch school for a hangnail is very good from Aria. Sorry. I think me. because we Hannah. both wrote down the map questing one, or at least it stuck out to both of us. Yes. Even though the hangnail one is, I do even remember that from when I first watched it. It is incredible. Honestly, Lucy Hale's delivery of why are you map questing Amish country is great. It was wonderful. And I want to give Props to Amen and let's take this to a more secular setting. Ashley mm. Marin. God, she's good. Also, shout out to Jippy Tummy. Shout out to anyone that's got a Jippy Tummy, <laughs> which is, of shout course, out. British for diarrhea. Specifically from hot countries, according to Google. Oh, wow. <laughs> Another one in the can. Haley, I love you. I love you so much. That was such a blast. What a bloody beaut. And, and everyone out there. For the next one. Neither can I. The next ones. I did get excited watching this and watch the next one right after. And it's a good. We are going into cuckoo, cuckoo, crazy territory. I'm so excited. Let's. Let's go into cuckoo, cuckoo, crazy territory. Oh, everyone listening. We love you so much. Thank you so much for listening and being angels. And we're just so happy to do this. This is so much fun for us it is so much fun for us um make sure you follow us on instagram and yeah chat to us share your like share your thoughts in the comments because it's so fun when you all kind of like each other's comments and like share your opinions and bond over that it's really cool so yeah, yeah just come hang out honestly come hang come hang but we're so grateful the most but before you do that there is something really important that you have to do and that is of course close close yeah damn, damn. blinds shut them shut them shut them shut them go shut them you never know who's watching all right i'm Could watching because be i'm the president Haley's always watching okay to make sure that you're spending your money papers wisely if you listen closely you'll hear a quiet sound of sounds like that sounds like that sounds like sounds that like that Sounds like, and that's what it says on the money. When you're president, the money will say that in the middle. The money note. The money note will say, sounds like that. Beautiful. Well, I'm excited to run for president and this episode was really, really fun. (laughs) Yay. I'm so excited to be your secretary of state. Oh. Whatever that means. Nobody knows. Just (laughs) kidding. People do know. Have a wonderful day, night, week ahead, everyone. We love you so much. We love you so much. Bye, Ash. Goodbye, Haley. Oh. Oh.
Toberki. Where's Toberki? Where is he? Where is he? Come back to us, Toberki. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hi friends, it's Ashley here. Before you go, I just want to let you know that all eight episodes of my weird, colourful talk show scamp are live. It's so exciting. There's a cameo from Haley in episode six, so mm, very exciting. Watch out for that. And um, thank you so much to everyone that's already watched it and has sent messages about it. It's so sweet. Uh, you can watch all of them at my Instagram. If you go to my bio, it's at Ashley Crap App. All of the episodes will be there on Powered Media, which is a new disabled-led uh, artist streaming service, and you can watch everything there. Thank you so much. You guys are all the best. And, of course, Toberki. Please enjoy this little trailer from Scamp. Bye. Welcome to Scamp. Cecilia's place. This out of hell. That's canon. <laughs> Now, Scamp has uh, a new sponsor for every episode. We're very lucky, very lucky. This episode is proudly sponsored by Rage, my mum, fingernails. This episode has been proudly sponsored by Stealing, colon cramps, not washing your hands ever. I'm Ashley Appap. This episode has been proudly sponsored by Foreskin. You might know me from your worst nightmares. Kind of nerd shit. No, I'm not a fucking nerd. Or your most uncomfortable dreams. This episode has been proudly sponsored by Black Mold. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Crazy. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Callin' Out Of. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at paul.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut, shut your, your damn blinds! See ya! Colin Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.